Hello, it's me. What's the lyrics? I'm in the garden, dreaming about who we used to be. Hello, where are you? Or something like that. I don't Can know the lyrics. Can you hear me? Oh yeah, yeah. Can you I've hear? I've been California dreaming about who we used to be when we were young. Oh, she knows the lyrics. Okay. I don't know the lyrics. And free. <laughs> Hi, Sadiksha. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well as well. Let me just fix this, eh? Oilile. But hey, thanks for coming. Thanks for uh, you know taking gracious invitation and accepting me and, and expressing your voices and opinions for my <laughs> podcast. Of course, anytime. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we were recording a video so like people could see what you were I doing. Know. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm the man. All right. Okay. So. Yeah, I mean, I know you, but I would love for my audience to get to know you. Uh, tell me about yourself. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, should, uh, do I just say yeah, whatever you okay. say? <laughs> uh, clearly, I've not done this before, so it feels a little awkward, not going to lie. Mm-hmm. But hello, everyone. My name is Sadiksha. I don't know what to say after that. <laughs> Okay, why don't we do this? Why don't okay. we start with who you are, what do you do, where do you live, and uh, and uh, what's going on in your life? What's your favorite hobby? Okay. <laughs> I, I'm being interviewed right now. Okay. Got to remember that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll start again. So, hi, everyone. My name is Sadiksha. I am a Nepalese Canadian. I've been living in Canada for the past 16 years. Um, and currently I reside in Surrey. I am a, I'm an emergency trained nurse by profession. And, uh, what, what was the other question was, what, what what's my hobbies or something you said? Are you single? <laughs> is, is that what we're going to talk about today? Uh, maybe, we'll see. <laughs> yes, I am. Okay. <laughs> and ready to mingle? Uh, I don't know about that, but. Single for sure, and um, I'm quite happy with where I'm at right now, and yeah, just trying to enjoy my life as much as I can, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned you came here 16 years ago. Yes. Must be pretty young, no? Uh, yeah, I was uh, 14 years old when I moved to Canada with my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, my parents decided to <clears throat> move here. So me and my sister came along, basically, um, and uh, it, it was it was an interesting journey for ch- for sure and challenging as well. Yeah. Okay, first my BCI, okay. 
No, I wasn't. We came to London, Ontario. Yeah. Um, it's a two hours drive from Toronto. Oh my God, it must be cold. Yeah, we came in November actually. So it was very, very cold. Um, I was very excited to see the snow for the first time. That was very exciting. But mm -hmm. after a day or two, you're just like, no, I cannot. <laughs> I can't do this anymore, you know, it's so cold and we get, uh, we used to get like snow blizzards and just like commuting, everything was really difficult. Um, yeah. So yeah, for a day or two, I really enjoyed the snow, but after that I was like, that's it, I can't do this. So we stayed there for about uh, eight months mm -hmm. and then uh, because of the weather and just everything else that was going on at that mm -hmm. time, my, my dad decided to moved to Vancouver, well, sorry to be specific, um, and I've been here since. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the first city that you moved to is Surrey, and you're still living in the same yes, city? Yes, I'm still living in the same city, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not, I've moved around a lot, like houses, we've moved around a lot, but uh, city-wise, yes, we've been in Surrey since, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So moving at 14, mm -hmm. that's like a teenage time that's when oh, you yeah. make good friends you make like you know mm -hmm. your, your heart is flurry your butterflies are coming here and there <laughs> and you know you're trying raging to hormones no, yes yeah. <laughs> yes raising hormones and you're just trying to adapt mm. into i guess you mm. know high school in china high school yes yeah. high school so have you high school mom the hairy Yes, so um grade nine to be specific okay. uh so nepal ma i did maybe like two months of um, grade nine. And then when I moved here, um, I went to the high school in London, Ontario, right? Uh, where I'm midway through start Goryeo, um, okay. grade nine. And then when I moved to BC, <clears throat> I started from grade 10. So yeah, high school, sope. I did it here, the rest of it basically, and all my other education, higher education too. How did you decide that you wanted to be a nurse? Because that's a mm. pretty intense profession to, prof mm. very intense um, occupation mm -hmm. for, for especially for a person that I know you, who you are, to, to <laughs> choose that path for yourself. Was it uh, more intuitive or you just followed what other people were doing? Um, honestly, I don't even... I think more than intuitive, it was more like, you know, uh, there's always that where it's like, you need to go into more of a technical field, right? The doctor, nurse, engineer, like those oh kind yeah. of things. The expectation um, from parents. Oh my yeah, God. parents and just society in general. And at that time when I was in high school, everyone was kind of applying for nursing or um, engineering. It was a lot, one of the fields that they were applying to a lot. And I was not interested in engineering whatsoever. <laughs> So uh, nursing was another thing because one of my friends had applied at that time. So I just kind of went along. And I also had applied for forestry for some reason. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I know the reason. <laughs> Why? I was like, uh, this is going to sound so stupid, but um, I was like, oh, I love outdoorsy stuff. Oh, nature. I love nature. <laughs> I, you know, I, and if I go into forestry, I, I get to be with like, you know, plants and just be out and about and it's going to be so much fun. So I applied to forestry and I applied to nursing because my friend had applied to and I got into both. <laughs> wow. That means your grades were great. No, apparently forestry, everyone gets into. <laughs> oh, okay. 
easy. Yeah, it's apparently it's very easy. I'm easy, sorry. So like I was like, oh, I was so proud, you know. Oh, I got into forestry and nursing, but everyone was like, oh yeah, everyone gets into forestry. Um, so I'd gotten into forestry and uh, at UBC and then nursing in Kwantlen at Kwantlen. Um, and the obvious choice, of course, if I asked the people around, including my parents, they were like, yeah, nursing sounds like more of a stable career. And I do enjoy helping people. Um, so that became my choice, basically. And I just kind of pushed through. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that sounds uh, <laughs> grueling, but, <laughs> nurse but happy was at the same time. Too. Nursing, yeah, nursing school was definitely something I would not want to if I... Like, I wouldn't go back through, through that experience again because I think it was a lot, um, especially coming right out of high school. And mm-hmm. it, it was a lot to process emotionally as well. Um, so nursing school, the four years were quite gruesome. And after that, once you graduate, the reality is very different as well. Mm-hmm. Um, as prepared as you are, you, you as prepared as you think you are, you're not. Um, and I started off right off from emergency so I think that also kind of threw me into the reality very very quickly got a reality check very very quickly in the emergency department and I was working at one of the most busiest emergency departments in Canada and it was it was uh, quite a crazy ride I I would say yeah you share like maybe a couple of incidences Maybe not so intense, but uh, interesting <laughs> for you to learn about. And just you had like a shock moment. Um, I think there were a lot of those, to be honest with you. And I had um, like the ones when, when you're asking me this question, the one that stands out to me the most are like, you know, where patients have unfortunately passed away and stuff. And um I think that's one part that I find or found challenging at that time was just uh, you never that. yeah like you never get used to that no matter how many of those you see you never get used to that um, and unfortunately there's no where to really process that sort of emotions because while you're at work it's like okay your patient yeah your patient passes away okay move on to the next one oh trauma there's a trauma in another room so you need to move on to next one so it's just like always go 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 Mm. um and after work you can't really talk about these kind of stuff with your family or your non-nursing friends so you yes you talk with your nursing friends but again they are also young they're also going through similar stuff so we're not really you know so you're keeping emotions at bay because the occupation that you have to yeah it's like a lot of suppressing your Mm -hmm. emotions or trying not to feel a certain way um trying to like hide those the sadness or the upset the hurt whatever it is the emotion that you're feeling like a lot of that Mm -hmm. um and i think because of that i struggle a little bit still Mm -hmm. uh, because of that experience as well yes it has made me strong uh at the same time also, I, I feel like a part of me uh, wishes wishes that I could have taken care of myself better, as well. Yeah. No, I mean at the at the same time, I also think you don't necessarily have the skills or tools when you're early twenties to cope up with what you're going through. 
Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck I was doing when I was early twenties. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm still trying to figure myself out, isn't it? And now you're, you know, I have someone's life in my hand, and I'm just expect when whenever something goes wrong or something happens, I'm just expected to pretend like nothing happened and carry on, uh, like it's normal, you know. Damn. Um, and uh, I think that 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 definitely was very difficult, especially the initial years. And definitely, I still talk about it years later too. So it has really stuck to me um, as well. So yeah, it is tough. Like you said, uh, you're not used to, you're still trying to figure out what you want to do. I mean, I still am, honestly. <laughs> but 20s is a bit, diff- a bit, bit different, you know, where it's like, um, you're just fresh out of school or you're still in school and you're still trying to figure out what is happening. You're trying to adjust into adulthood. Um, and it, this Matthew, if you bring that responsibility of, you know, taking care of someone's life, I think that adds a lot of pressure for mm-hmm. sure. And we didn't have ways to, better ways to cope with it. Technical capability to build gardens. Oh, or exactly. But mm. emotional capability. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would be frightened. <laughs> <laughs> I was too. <laughs> Trust me, I think it's a normal listen to any. But it's so, um, and it's really hard not to be hard on yourself when all those things are going on because you see, they are just carrying on with everything like everything seems fine like why d- what what makes me special that i need to you know take care of myself you know and everybody's going yeah going, everybody going, everyone's you know. going 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 and when you talk to your like colleagues and stuff they're all like yeah th- th- that's just how it is or your supervisors or someone it's like it's just how it is like suck it up and move on kind of thing wow. um and yeah like mental health is not really talked about at all and so you have a therapy and stuff even in hospitals even eh? in hospitals no like i still remember any co-worker um whenever we mentioned about therapy or anything like that because i had never done therapy at that time well i never reached out to any therapist at that time and i remember just talking to one of my colleagues and and he was just like well therapy is just a waste of time you know like you just go in and as soon as you start like talking about things they're like oh it's time's up and you know they're, they're just there for money like it's worth it's not worth it mm-hmm. so though like hearing those kind of comments really kind of you know discourages you from moving forward or trying that thing rn is a lucrative career too no i think a lot of people get into that career because the pay or the we pay. have decent pay i would say yeah. we it's not a very lucrative career i wouldn't say that because honestly now that i've been in RN for so many years. Mm-hmm. I have realized there are so many other jobs that get paid way more than nurses do. And mm-hmm. yeah, like it's crazy. Sometimes I'm like, I cannot believe that we're paid this little to deal with all this shit that we deal with. I am not even kidding. <laughs> I like all this stuff that we do deal with. I'm yes. just like, it's the worst, not worst the human can experience. Yeah. And then especially in emergency you know people are coming in when they are at that stage where they're not the best because they are them they themselves are going through crisis mode nita right they are in that stage where they're like oh my god they've just found out something or they're going through so much pain they can't think straight so we see a lot of patients who are like having panic attacks or like they are just aggressive mm-hmm. at all like initially because they just don't know what is happening with them and they're freaking out basically 
So it's really hard to deal with that uh, sort of situation because, yes, it's as amazing as it is to be in that position where you're the first point of contact when, you know, a person is going through that crisis in their life. Mm -hmm. It is also super, super challenging um, to navigate that as well. Yeah. So as a nurse, um, I'm assuming because it's an emergency, you had to face a lot of those kind of situations. Yeah. Uh, I was wondering to ask if, mm-hmm. I mean, if somebody wants to be a nurse at this, like their early teens or they're trying mm-hmm. in their high school, they're thinking of flying in being a health practitioner or whatever, what kind of, what, what suggestion would you give to people? Like it doesn't, well, what, I, what my point is, um, mm-hmm. Nurse ko different path. Mm-hmm. It's like, just in hospital, you don't have to do No, hospital, you Definitely, there's a lot of options out there. Mm-hmm. I wish I knew that when I started. Because when I was in school, um, that was back in... I started nursing in 2011. Uh, 2011, it was just... <laughs> oh my God, don't mention that, please. <laughs> I started in 2011, but I finished in 2015. So, uh, yeah, it's been, oh gosh. <laughs> I'm like counting in my head, wow, like that makes me sound really old, but it's fine. <laughs> no, I mean, you get younger as you get old. Yeah, no, it's just because it just feels like yesterday, neither. Uh-huh. So, it's when people say it out loud, it's any other, like, oh, it's been like X amount of years, 10 years or 13 years. I'm like, what has it been that many that many years because it feels like just <laughs> yeah yesterday. just like yesterday right yeah so back to your question yes definitely there are different paths for nurses like there's like um informatics which is basically um, clinical side of nursing and also the technical side um, the technology side that's combined there's also public health you can do where you work in the communities or home health which is also uh, community based as well so there's not just hospital bedside nursing matromats don't limit yourself to that basically uh, and it is a very tough career so I would say just really be mindful of the people that you surround yourself with and also uh, really take care of yourself in that process especially your mental health and mm-hmm. it's very very easy to burn out very quickly in nursing because it is very physically and emotionally demanding mm-hmm. career. In hindsight, would you say where you burned out? Oh yeah, 100%. I'm still re- recovering from it. Like I was 100% burnt out. I I didn't recognize the symptoms earlier, um, but yes, I was 100% burnt out. And hence that's the reason why for the past year, uh, year or two, I have not been able to do bedside nursing and I've kind of switched my gears and I'm in um, the informatics side of nursing now, which I'm really thankful for because um, it has really allowed me to rest, which I didn't. How's that working out? Oh, great. I would say it's, it's been great because, you know, it's, I didn't realize how much of a rest my body and my mind was asking until I took that break. Mm -hmm. So I think that has been amazing. Um, Yeah. Why do you think you didn't realize you were burnt out? Because, you know, everybody around you is just doing the same thing and you think it's the norm, you know. And again, for me, 
there were certain parts of me where I was like, oh, I'm feeling these emotions. Oh, I, I shouldn't feel this way. I should be grateful for what I have. You know, mm -hmm. people are people would um, there are people who would love to be in my position right now as a nurse working in in, in departments and stuff. Right. So, yeah. Just to get a glimpse of your life as an RN, how many hours did you work in a day or in a week? Uh, so roughly it's like give or take average it's usually when you're working full-time it's um four shifts in a row four 12 sh shifts four 12 hour shifts in a row so two days two nights usually and then you would get four days off to recover and then you would be back again two days two nights but that that varies because depending on your um your preference, um, day versus nights, and your availability. Um, I did, I remember I did a lot of, um, like, five nights in a row, for example, or I would do three days and two nights in a row, um, and 12-hour shifts turned into 14-hour shifts sometimes, or 16-hour shifts, uh, so, because we were doing a lot of overtime, because we were very short-staffed, and this was pre-pandemic, too. Mm -hmm. There was a shortage going on even back then. Uh, and it's been awful since, right? Uh, which is very unfortunate. But yeah, we basically health industry ne ali kuti. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think busy ma matra na, but busy ma matra na. I think it's been actually Canada wide. It's only Ontario, right? And there's a shortage. Yeah, there's medical been staff? yeah medical staff, especially nurses and safe environments right now, right? Which is which is true as well. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. To yeah. Oh my. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh it's yeah definitely like it's very physically and men like emotionally demanding, so really do your research and um, talk to nurses if you can right if you are planning to go into that sort of career. Um, what mm -hmm. what encompassed mm -hmm. burnt out for you? So how what symptoms were there when you said okay I need to stop? At what point you were like oh my god this is getting way out of my head and and mm -hmm. my body is demanding for rest when it just being chronically exhausted like not just body but mind too like my mind felt like i just couldn't think straight because i was so exhausted all the time no matter how much i slept i felt uh very exhausted and there were times when i felt as if um there were days when i would feel um so drained so tired but not be able to sleep so there were there were days like that where it, it was it was kind of weird like i i know it's <laughs> you were like what <laughs> yeah i'm just like, I, I would be like so tired but i just cannot get one bit of sleep and i remember going to shifts without with zero amount of sleep literally night shift went oh so like during the day we're supposed to sleep before night shift right usually i would sleep like four or five hours and go to work but there would be days when i just could not sleep the whole day and i'm showing up to my shift supposedly taking care of my patient actually right with zero amount of sleep running just solely on caffeine for the next 14 hours or so 12 to 14 hours and like at one point, I'm just like, why am I doing this to myself? Like, Dito. why? Right? Like, sleep pattern is big. Yeah, sleep pattern is 100%. It's like, because we're, yeah, we're switching nights. back and forth, right? We're yeah. switching back and forth while I'm trying to maintain social life and normal things in my life. Um, 
social night the pura messed up boyala yeah on the days off i wouldn't really rest i wish i did cuz like i'm like oh i need to go out and because i felt like i was missing out so much cuz i was working all the time and you're young 20s you want to yeah, do exactly. that yeah exactly i want to like be out and about with like friends yeah. and tiny so um that really i think where it was like what am i doing with myself like i would have those moments during shift where it's mm-hmm. like i haven't eaten properly i haven't had a chance to go on my breaks because it's so busy i haven't slept the whole day basically and now i'm i'm working a night shift and you know i'm on my feet all the time just like running around all the time and why am i doing this to myself like if i'm not taking care of myself how am i going to be able to take care of someone who is going through a hard time in their life as well cuz patients are not just physically injured they are also you know mentally too they are going through a lot right whether it be a new diagnosis of cancer or they just had a injury or surgery whatever it could be so i think coming to that realization where it's like oh my god like what am i doing i i i can't do this like i can't it's not sustainable when you begin realize it's not sustainable they carry on physical like or mental shock by yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah exactly so it's not sustainable in the long run yes while my i'm young and you know if everyone's doing it i can do it but sustainability the boy and the right mm-hmm. long term wise so yeah Well, I'm glad you sorted that out early. It took me there. years. <laughs> <laughs> well, how long did you work? Uh, in emergency department, I worked for six years. Six years. Yeah, and then you realized years. you were burnt out. Yeah, and I mean, in between, I did. In I did in between. I think the first time I realized that I was burnt out, or this could be burnout, was like I think back in twenty end of twenty seventeen to twenty eighteen. I would say. Um so this was a few years after I've started working as a full-time nurse. Mm-hmm. Um I had realized okay this this could be burnout and I was slowly you know like looking for other jobs where I would allow me to rest a bit more than this but I was still picking up here too. So I was doing all their multiple jobs too. I, I don't think which helped either. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of resting I was you know like oh order job or gorsu maybe like you know something I will like or something I will um feel more you know rested and enjoyable enjoyable like the i take care got to feel on the days off and that's what i was thinking but again anyway choices were made that were not the best but that's okay that's how we learn that's well, what life is coming <laughs> back and just realizing that life doesn't yeah, work out yeah exactly the exact way we want mm-hmm. and that's how life is right like a life when you know transition cost of it i guess now i i know that you're much in a much much better place mm-hmm. mentally physically mm-hmm. and and you have more times for your friends for your families and you tend to prioritize what's important for you personally mm-hmm. um till till shift to nibelama i guess a lot of things also happened between covid ke covid ni i'm like they didn't realize gara ke okay what's yeah. important for us mm-hmm. versus how much can i give bani banta so it what i guess the the transition how has been working so far uh, in in your experience transition transition was tough i would say tough yeah tough in what way it's like you know you realize that you need to rest you realize that i you need to take care of yourself better you need to slow down you realize all these things and you want to do it but i think we're in this culture where it's like 
hustle hustle all the time oh, like if you're gosh. not you're you know so, yeah all yeah all like it's like so you need to have a side hustle if you don't have a side hustle you either do multiple jobs or if you don't have that you need to have something going on with your life to feel productive all the time and sunny so it almost felt like i felt so guilty like it's such a weird feeling to have i know like there was a lot of i think guilt and also a bit of shame in it too where i was like oh like i am privileged enough to be able to take this rest but i feel like i shouldn't take it mm-hmm. because like others around me are not taking it like what why am i the only one you know everyone is yeah everyone is still working. like working they're doing their thing like everyone seems to be doing fine and i know very well in my heart that i don't know everybody and who are these others anyway <laughs> who are they yeah. mm-hmm. uh, but also people all have their own struggles and you know not everyone opens up about it right yeah even amre friend ko circle or money not all of us always open up about things like this like mm-hmm. our struggles and stuff and i was like just because people are not talking about it doesn't mean they're not struggling either and just because i see one side of them right doesn't mean that's their whole life or they're happy or they're amazing or they're better than someone else because they're doing this versus i'm not allowed to rest because everyone else is doing this you know yeah. and also hamro generation or this is the time when everybody is like show off the best thing and mm-hmm. hide hide your pains and struggles uh into the pocket yeah you, you know they want to talk about it yeah they want an instagram story where you all you see is highlights of people's lives yeah. but you don't see the downsides yeah this day the selection like, everyone's life is almost like yeah, that highlights they say low lights yeah, they highlights, low lights there's so many of those right oh too much yeah too much and un- until you talk about it you never know and i think covid was in that sense really really forced everyone including myself to really just be with yourself mm-hmm. and sit down and be like okay like i need to slow down the world has slowed down it's about time that i slow down as well and also i think um covid lego da kiri people at least people in my lives uh people that I've known for a while um I realized that there were so many parts of them that I had not known before or I would have never known had it not been this whole pandemic that we went th- through because I found that my friendships and my relationships with people were a lot more shallow uh, uh not shallow but like we didn't we were not as vulnerable with each other I don't think hamro culturally pani vulnerable banauna didaina jasto lagcha ke right ami sadai sabai gera janeko ramro bhairacha sunna man lagcha usko aba phalana ko phalana ke bhairacha ramro tara naramro cha ke bhaycha naramro bhayo bhane cha hide under the blanket type ko bhane ke openly kura garna nasakne and part of it is also coming from the generational trauma and what which experience through life dukha pacha dukha lai samjhere ke garni sukha koi kura matra garum na ta betni bela ma kati nai betni ho ra bedroom jail samma ta kam se kam mitho kura gardim bhanne tyo culture i think it is a good and bad in a way kina bhanda kheri aba najikiko manche sathi bhanya cha haina aba tara mitho matra haina tito kura pani ta garum bhanne huncha ni ta yeah गर्छ होला कति जनाले गर्छ होला बट हाम्रो सोसाइटी इन ए वे आवर एट लिस्ट आवर सर्कल्स इन अ वे इज मोल्डेड इन अ वे द्याट 
well, we don't have to take that out when we're like hanging out. Yeah, <laughs> like whether it be like you know, ma, or like I don't want to burden them, or whether it be like oh, like I'm gonna appear weak in front of them. Like there's so many layers to that, and so many vulnerability, man. Oh yeah, I feel like to your thought go shame or guilt, but yeah, also weakness. Weakness. So yeah, weakness. Yeah, weakness. Or like sometimes it's just if you're going through a really hard time. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's just like oh, I don't want to burden. Or anyone that's close to me. Right? Asking for help is such a hard thing it's to do. It's a very hard thing to do. Oh, man. <laughs> it is. No, you're so right about it. Asking for help or just saying that I'm not doing okay. Because um, it's so easy for everyone to say, you know, even if you're having the worst day of your life. Well. Oh, I'm okay. Uh, yeah. Like, that's like a generic, you know. It's like almost like factory sets. Like, yeah, I'm brain my It's like turn on. Automatic like, response. Yeah, automatic. I'm okay. And then that ends the conversation most of the times, right? Yeah. Most that of the builds time. such a invisible barrier between people's mm-hmm. relationship. Even though you want to reach out and say, "Hey, how's it going?" Unzani, how's mm-hmm. it going? Ko response. I feel like in a corporate world, or like at least where I work, or mm-hmm. like my industry is involved, and in, it's more like, "Okay, I'm good. How about you?" And it is busy. You move on to doing the exact work that you were planning to. Yeah. discuss about mm-hmm. but in friend circle I'll get the personal Nipani I think that that has to be taken a bit heavily heavily what actually are you feeling yeah uh, especially right um, it's like are you really doing okay though and then you just end it at that most of the time uh-huh. right I'm not saying it's like for everybody you know different and so but as a society in general I feel like uh, we could do better in in that aspect for sure and Sunny I think I've gotten a lot better talking about it now and Sunny um I think COVID led into credit to COVID and the pandemic. <laughs> well, thanks COVID, at least you realized, yeah. you made us realize what our values are. Yeah, exactly. Are. exactly.